You know, recently I was, uh, I do, of course, for a living, I do construction work, and we do masonry work, and I, of course, my job as an older man now is easier. I deliver and set up our jobs for our installers. We have crews that install rock for us, and we really do some beautiful work on homes uh, around the, on the lake and uh, throughout the area. But I was delivering a, uh, my brother-in-law, me and him are partners, and he told me what to load up on the trailer. And I was at the warehouse loading the trailer and and uh, loaded it up and took off and went about 40 miles and delivered it on the lake. And when I pulled up, I unhooked the trailer and I realized I had left a box, a big box of corners that was supposed to be on the trailer. So I thought, oh my goodness, I have got to hook this trailer back up and go back to the warehouse and get this pallet of corners that I forgot. And I was really beating myself up and I was, you know, I was allowing anxiety to build within me. How could you be so stupid? How could you have done this? I can't believe you can't even follow orders. You know, your brother-in-law told you what to do and you screwed that up. And so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to hook the trailer back up. But before I do, I'm going to go tell the homeowner what happened because he had he had he had he saw me pull in the driveway and and unhook the trailer. So he's all you know enthusiastic about we're going to do his job pretty soon. And so he's excited. And I said, I just want to let you know that I uh, I'm going to take this trailer back to the warehouse. I forgot to load the corners up i don't know how i did that i can't believe i'm talking to the homeowner now by the way i said i can't believe i did that i can't believe i i you know i was really beating myself up and and the homeowner looked at me and he said i understand you're only human you're only human and i don't know if it was something about the way he said it. I don't know if it was the smile on his face. I don't know if it was the kindness for which he said it. But when he said that, you're only human. You know, we make mistakes. It was like a high-pressure vial, the release of a high-pressure vial, you know, upon my life. And I realized, you know, he's right. We're only human, and we make Mistakes. Is That Really in the Bible? Presents the teaching ministry of David Freeman. Now, I want to ask you a question. Is your relationship with God still fun? Now, that may sound like a strange question. What do you mean? I mean, you know, a lot of people think, well, my relationship with God is not supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a miserable experience. I mean, after all, God is perfect. I'm not. And, uh, you know, but, but I just want to ask you a question. Your relationship with God, do you still enjoy it? Do you still enjoy it? And if not, it could be a reason. You're not enjoying your relationship with God. And it's because you haven't realized you're only human and you take yourself, 
and your faults too seriously. So the question I'm dealing with today is, are you, are you taking yourself and your thoughts too seriously? Maybe it's something you don't even think about. Maybe you've never thought about it. Maybe you don't realize that as a Christian, you take yourself way too seriously. And you know, there is a battle for the thoughts and control of our minds. And part of that battle, I mean, normally when we think about the battle for the thoughts and the control of our mind, we're thinking about all the temptations and the lust of the flesh and all the mistakes that we can make. And we're thinking to ourselves, I got to get this right. I got to get this relationship right. I can't make a mistake. You know, if I make a mistake, I'll be, I'll be a complete failure, you know. And, but part of the battle of our minds is, is to come to the point where you don't take yourself and your thoughts so seriously. Now, I can just hear someone say, well, wait a minute, David, I, I don't understand what you're saying. We're supposed to do take God seriously. And yes, I agree with that. We're supposed to go take God seriously. And we should. And, and, you know, we're reminded of the verse that tells us to take every thought captive. And so I've got to get it all right you know i gotta get get everything in my relationship with god right but you see the, the problem is when you take yourself and your thoughts too seriously all you do all day long is just focus on yourself there are not other people in the world it's just you and your mistakes and the things that you screw up on you're obsessed with your thoughts and it sort of puts all the pressure back on us i don't even know where grace fits into this picture to be honest with you i mean it should it should when you know when 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 we take ourselves and our thoughts too seriously it's almost a telltale sign that we are not trusting and relying on god yes you're only human and you will make mistakes but it sort of tells me that somehow to some degree you have well, I don't want to say fallen from grace but 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 do you realize how much you need grace in your life do you realize that God is not you know he's not condemning you and you're the one we are the ones that are often taking our thoughts and our ourselves way too seriously because it puts all the weight and pressure on us. You know, the weight of the world. Someone said this. I think it was Mark DeJesus said this, and it was a powerful statement. He said, the weight of the world is not on my shoulders. Jesus did not die on the cross so I could be burdened down and think, okay, this is what Christian living is all about. All right. Now, you know, okay, we look at, well, you know, we think about the fruits of the Spirit. Well, I don't have the fruits of the Spirit. You know, I, I'm lacking in these areas. I'm lacking in the areas of the fruit of the Spirit. Let me tell you something. Most Christians are lacking in areas, in specific areas of the fruit of the Spirit. You're not in this boat all alone by yourself. You are only human. Now, I want to go through a list 
of what people are not looking for from you. Okay, here we go. These are areas, and you may want to apply this to, to relationships that you have. Maybe why you don't have a lot of friends. Maybe why you don't make a lot of friends. I don't know. Maybe why you don't have a lot of people that you could honestly call your friends. What people are not looking for from you. They're not looking for, number one, a guilt trip for you to give them. They're not looking for condemnation. Okay, They're not looking for you to put them down. They're not looking for you to make fun of them. They're not really looking for you to preach at them or preach on them or whatever. Preach at them, I should say. They're not looking for confusion from you, which often leads to just sort of like frustration and torment. And we live in a confused world, by the way. I mean... Just Google something, and you will get not just one answer. You'll get a million different answers for the same question, and they're all different. You know? I never forget. I was looking up the effects of too much magnesium. And then I started looking at the effects of too little magnesium in your body. Guess what? They were exactly the same. Too much, too little. You got too much magnesium. This is the, the, the these are the, you know, the, this was, this is what ha- will happen to you. You got too little. Exact same thing will happen to you. The symptoms were the same. And I'm thinking to myself, who do you believe? What do you believe? And often, you know, we we offer, you know, we don't give people a straight answer. We we. We give people a confused answer with a half million different choices. Well, you may be right. You may be wrong. We, may, but we, we both may be right and may be wrong. Who knows? You know, we just don't know. And because, you see, confusion leads to frustration and torment. Okay. Another thing people in our society is really not looking for is, and I hate to say it, but correction. It's the spirit of our age, by the way. People are not looking for correction. I don't care if you're talking about religious people. They're not looking for, I can guarantee you, they're not looking for correction. Not really. Not from the Word of God. Not from, you know, you know I, mean, I mean, let's face it. If the preacher got up there and really corrected something or someone, the, the, the people would never darken the door to the church again. I mean, people, we live in a society when it comes to parenting and when it comes to children, children are not looking for correction. When it comes to the workplace, they're really not looking for correction from the boss. It's like, you're putting me down. You're condemning me. I don't want this correction. You're saying I'm not doing something right, which is exactly what correction is. But I'm just saying that in our society, we are a no correctable society. Uh, We just can't take it. Okay. So, I mean, I mean, the truth is, you know, people are not in our society. They're not looking for correction. Okay. And you might want to look at the man or the woman in the mirror and say the same thing of yourself. You know, I'm not looking for correction. I'm really not. But what I'm saying is, so I agree with that, you know, that, 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 that it's a spirit of our age. We are not correctable. But, but consider this. If the correction you offer them 
involves these things. You give them a guilt trip. You condemn them. You put them down. You make fun of them. You preach at them. Instead of offering answers, you just confuse the issues. Then, you know, that that's probably not the best way to go about it. I mean, it's no wonder people don't want correction from you. You see, at the end of all corrections should be, look, I can show you a better way. It should be, it should point to God's grace, God's forgiveness, yes. And it should point to the fact that, hey, if you do this, your life will work better for you. This is not something that is against you, this correction. This is something that is for you in the end. Okay? You see, one of the easiest things to do is to point out someone's error. It doesn't take a smart person to do this. In fact, we're good at it naturally. It takes no wisdom. It takes no understanding. It takes nothing just to go around and point out other people's mistakes. But what takes wisdom is the ability to, yes, correct, because we must correct, but to lead and guide them towards God into a better way of life. Uh, yes, you want to guide them to grace and forgiveness, but you want to show them a better, you know, you know show me, uh, I want you to show me the way. That was a song by Peter Frampton, by the way. Show me the way, but it's a beautiful. I love that song. It's a beautiful song. But uh, but anyway, we should be able to lead people into a better. This will be better for you. This will make your life work. This will this will improve the quality of your life. Now I want to look at a group of people who could not stop taking themselves and their thoughts too seriously. In Matthew 23 and verse 1, then Jesus, then spake, excuse me, then spake Jesus to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. All therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe and do. But do not ye after their works, for they say and do not. For they bind heavy burdens and grievous to be borne and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. Now, when we take ourselves and our thoughts too seriously, this is exactly what we do to ourselves. You know, often uh, we lay upon other people burdens. And I'm not necessarily necessarily saying you're not keeping whatever that is that you're doing, that you're not, you know, it, at least this verse says, you know, they, they, uh, they lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. You may not be like that. You may be keeping to the best of your ability what you know is right. But do you lay on men's shoulders heavy burdens, you know? Is, is that you're always pointing out, you know? You're always correcting other people, you know? And again, you don't have to be a smart person to do this to point out other people's mistakes, you know? It just comes natural for us to do this. No wisdom is involved when you think about it. Now, I like the way another translation says this. It says, uh, reading the same verse, 
Matthew 23 and verse 4, instead of giving you God's law as food and drink by which you can banquet on God, they package it up in burdens of rules, loading you down like pack animals. They seem to take pleasure in watching you stagger under these loads and wouldn't think of lifting a finger to help you. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's the type of person that just goes around and says, hey, let me point out your mistake. Let me tell you what you're doing wrong. But they don't offer to help you. They don't offer you. Know, yeah, they offer you correction, but they're not about to lift a finger to show you a better way. You're not about to. You don't have any time for that. All you've got time for is just to tell people what they're doing wrong instead of showing them a better way. When we take ourselves and our thoughts too seriously, we cannot help others. Bottom line, you can't give away that which you don't have. Now, I want you to consider what God may be trying to tell us. And it's a, it's a humbling thing to realize. And some of us never get it. Some of us just go at this thing, our relationship with God, a million miles an hour, and we never stop to consider God may be telling you, look, you're okay. You're only human. You know, most of our thoughts, the ones you struggle with, they're not kind thoughts, are they? The thoughts that you think about yourself, the thoughts that you struggle with, they're not kind. Often they are mean-spirited, bad, evil, you know, I'm bad, I'm wrong, I, I, I made this mistake, I made that mistake. You know, they're not kind thoughts. You know, maybe you need to take the pressure off of yourself. Let go and let God. And consider the fact that you are only human. You know, we can be lost in a sea of self-examination and introspection. I mean, totally lost in introspection and, and just examining ourselves and condemning ourselves and, and just pointing, just going over and over and over and over the, how we don't measure up. And if you're lost in self-examination and introspection, we fail to connect with our families, our children, our wives, our husband, because all the weight is on you. All the weight, the weight of the world is on you. Now, I want you to consider what can connect you with others. What can bring you closer to God? What can make you feel much better about yourself and how you relate to others? What can enhance your spiritual life and the leadership of the Holy Spirit in your life? Well, it revolves around understanding what people's needs are. I think it was Zig Ziglar that said, if you treat everybody like they are hurting, you will have treated the majority properly, the way they should be treated. You look at everybody like they are hurting. It's a good way to look at people. Because they are, in some form, in some fashion. And again, I'm just reminding you of what people do not want. They don't want you to give them a guilt trip. They don't want condemnation. They don't want you to put them, put them down. They don't want you to make fun of them. They don't want to be preached at. 
They don't want you to lead them into a, more, a deeper state of confusion where there's more frustration and torment in your life. And in some cases, a lot of people don't even want correction. But truth is truth. And the truth shall set us free. We need to understand that. So since truth will set us free, we have to be open to correction. But it's how you go about it. It's how you do it. If the correction you offer them involves you giving them a guilt trip and condemnation and putting them down and making fun of them and preaching at them and all these things, that's not the, the right way to go about it. If you burden people down with a heavier load, they're already about to snap. They're already about to break. And you come along and just place more on them. Or we come along and just place more on them without offering any hope or way out or a, a message of a better way. You know, I really think that what people are often looking for is to maybe, for someone to come along and put an arm around the shoulder. I know some of you probably are not, I know my sister is not a hugger. My sister, my sister-in-law is. She loves to hug people, but... Maybe if you're a hugger, you can hug a person, whatever. And to say, look, I understand when a person has made a mistake. I understand. You're only human. You know, that compassion can melt the heart of stone. And I'm talking about your heart. For you, it will be therapeutic. And Jesus said, Matthew 11 and verse 28. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I remember my mother when she was living. She said, you know, I don't understand this verse. My yoke is easy and my burden is light and in her life she couldn't grasp this concept about Jesus she said to me it's hard to me it's so difficult and I think a lot of people fit into that category they, they can't relate to this you know my yoke is easy and my burden is light now I know people go about this all the wrong way I mean don't misunderstand me when I talk about truth I mean as I said, truth is truth, and some, one of the ways that people try to lift the burden is by creating a no-law theology. You hear that in church, by the way. Law's been abolished, been nailed to the cross, been fulfilled, been done away with. We're dead to the, to the law. You know, all these cliches that they use, and that's, that's their method for creating this, you know, this, this concept that for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let's just get rid of all everything Jesus said. Let's just get rid of the whole Bible. Let's just get rid of the Ten Commandments, and then our yoke will be easy and our burden is light. No, just the opposite is true. Just the opposite. The, the law is liberating. It's there to free you from your stupidity, actually, from our stu from, from, from my stupidity. Okay, let's include myself. And to show us a better way. So the question for you today. 
I want to leave you with is are you taking yourself and your thoughts too seriously? You are okay. You are only human. For more information, check us out online at isthatreallyinthebible.net. Listen to the podcast, watch the weekly program, worship with us on our weekly Sabbath service, and be sure to visit our free bookstore. Again, the website is isthatreallyinthebible.net. If you would like more information or if you have any questions, write to Is That Really in the Bible? 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia 24151. Or visit us on the web at isthatreallyinthebible.net.